0: You could have chose to be, you chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions
1: podcast.
0: Thanks so much.
1: The topic is embracing the pain from the game. This actually will go hand in hand with what Patricia was just talking about, being prepared to make impact, and there's a couple of different ways you can look at it prepared for impact. Impact is in the way that Patricia articulated it, being being prepared to go and have an impact on other people, but also being prepared for impact being when you're out there trying to make an impact. Sometimes uh, you might crash into a wall. Sometimes somebody might bump into you. It's, it's kind of, it's a contact sport out here. It's, a bump, it's bumper cars out here when we're out here building our businesses, making impacts on people and you know, sharing ourselves with the world. So there's some pain is going to come from the game, no matter what game you're in entrepreneurship, uh, relationships, business, sports, anything you do, there's some pain that's going to come with it. So what I'm going to talk about today, I'm going to give you three things for you to help you deal with the pain that it inevitably will arise from whatever game you happen to be in. And at the end of this, I'm going to hopefully I'll leave enough space here. Cause I've been taking up all my space here with my, my talking, but I'm going to leave enough space to take questions and I have some questions that I'm going to pose to the audience that I want people to respond to those questions. I'm going to get three questions that people can respond to so we can get some dialogue going here. See if I can 15 to 20 my part and then leave enough time for dialogue afterwards, shall we? So let's get into it. Embracing the pain for the game. So as I said, whenever you try something new, you try something highly ambitious, we all know that it's not going to be easy. If it's easy, then you're probably not challenging yourself that much. It probably is not going to have that much return on investment on the back end. If it's so, Because that means anybody, could therefore it's probably. So what we're going to talk about today is what to expect as you go through the game and how you can. So point number one, there will be times that you feel lost. There will be days and there will be days and periods when, Things are not working in your favor. You're not getting the results that you expected. You're looking in the mirror and you're thinking maybe you shouldn't even do this anymore. Where you feel like maybe I shouldn't even show up today. Maybe I shouldn't even get out of bed. Maybe I should just you know close up shop and go back to where I was before. Your work is not working. The public is not responding. All this effort has been seemingly for nothing, so to speak. And I'm going to tell you something here. I'm not here to offer you any type of motivational statement to deal with this. I'm telling you that this is going to happen. This is part of the game. And any of you who's been in the game long enough, you've had one of these days. You've had one of these situations. You have been in this space with the number of people that we have in the room right now. According to Clubhouse, there are 90-plus people in this room right now. Guaranteed, just by the law of the averages, there are at least a few people in this room right now who are dealing with this, that you're you're feeling like, it's been useless. You're feeling like you put in all this time and effort, all your resources for nothing. This is a situation that I call the third day. It's actually the, the title of my latest book. And it's all about those situations in your life when you don't feel like working, you don't feel like showing up. There it doesn't seem to be any reason for you to keep working and showing up. And the third day is about the decision that you make in that moment. You can choose to not show up, but you can choose to show up. And even though some people look at the kind of stuff that I talk about, I talk about things like discipline, confidence, mental toughness, People look at that as kind of motivational topics and motivational speaking. I don't really consider myself a motivational speaker because I usually speak to professionals. I don't talk to, I don't go to high schools. I don't talk to elementary school kids or middle schoolers. I tell professionals, listen, uh, I'm not here to motivate you because if you need to be motivated, you shouldn't be at this job. There are gonna be days when you don't feel like working. The question is, are you gonna show up or not? And if you don't show up, then someone who does show up is gonna take your spot. And that's just the game that you're in. Moving on to point number two talking to pain from the game. Number two, there are well-meaning people in your life, people who want the best for you, people who love you, trust you, know you, like you. They want you to be successful. They want you to be happy. They're going to see you in this pain. They're going to see you dealing with the pain from the game, and they will advise you to maybe give it up. They'll advise you to maybe walk away. They'll tell you, you know what, maybe maybe you should not do this anymore. Maybe you should just know, close up your business and go back to corporate. Maybe you should give up this sport and go do something else. Maybe you should not keep trying to break into this industry and just go back to the industry that you were already in. I mean, things were working over there where you were. And why are they going to do this? They're doing this not because they don't want you to be be successful. It's not because they are anti-ambition. It's not because they want you to stay small and stay average and stay mediocre. They will advise you to give it up what you're trying because they want you to be happy. They want you to be prosperous. They want you to feel good about yourself, and they want to feel good when they look at you, and they want to feel good around you. And when they see you dealing with the pain of the game, the pain from the game, doing something that's working, that's not working, rather, they want you to do something that is working, so there's no friction, so that you don't have that pain, so you don't have those challenges, so you don't have those third days. So they're gonna advise you to just give up the thing that's causing all the friction. And so they have the right intention, but it's not actually gonna get you the right result. And you have to be very wary When you're dealing with people who are your friends, your family members, people who have your best interests at heart, but at the same time, these same individuals often, and someone can check me on this when I'm done, often they have no knowledge or experience of the thing that you're actually working on. Even though they have knowledge and experience of you, they don't know anything about the industry that you're in. They don't know anything about starting a business or launching a book or putting a course out or breaking into an industry all they know is you and they don't want to see you in pain so they say well just get out of the thing that you're in but they don't understand the game that you're involved in that this is part of it this is part of the process so they can only go off of what they know which oftentimes let's be honest oftentimes that's very little what they actually know so this is part of the game when you're whenever you're trying to build something or you're trying to give birth to something and when you try to enter an industry, it's hard to break in. You try to launch something that's hard to get off the ground. Or you try to get traction with something that there's a lot of people trying to get traction. The, those, anything with a lower barrier entry looks a lot easier. And again, the people around you who love you, they'll say, well, why don't you just do something else? I'll give you an example. When I got out of college, I graduated college in 2004. And I didn't start playing pro until 2005. It was about 15 months between my graduation and when I actually got my first contract. And nobody was sure, besides me, that I was actually gonna get that contract. Now, I remember I was driving my mom to work one day after graduating, but before I started my pro career, my mom's a teacher. And she was like, look, if you just put in some paperwork, you know, you can go down to you know, some office building, put in some paperwork, you can be a substitute teacher. Because at the time, I think I had a job as a, uh, I think I was working overnight at a grocery store at one point, which is a job that I don't advise anyone to do. If you've never done it, keep it that way. But when I was doing that, my mom would tell me, you know, you could put in your paperwork you could be a substitute teacher. Because she was a teacher. So she was just advising me what she knew. You know, she didn't have any idea about the pro basketball world or how or if that was going to work out. She was just giving me advice based on what she knew. But imagine me being a substitute teacher, teaching one of your, your middle schoolers or high school kids something in class. That wouldn't have worked out. It wouldn't have lasted long. But the point is. I don't is, know,
2: Dre. I'd be was... okay with <laughs> it, though. I'd be okay with it. I think you'd tell my boy straight. <laughs> uh,
1: I'd have, I would have got fired. I wouldn't have lasted a week. I would have got fired pretty quickly, but anyway <laughs> the, sometimes this happens in life is that people who love you and trust you they advise you something that you shouldn't listen to and sometimes the best meaning advice of the people who love you the most needs to be thrown away you need to push that to the side appreciate them for the, the thought as they say with gifts It's the thought that counts but sometimes people give you a bad gift you can thank them for the gift but then no stashing in the back, back of the cup without it again point number three we're talking again about the pain from the game it will, based on what, he, what I said in points number one and number two, it will appear easier for you to just go back to what is familiar and comfortable. It will appear easier, like, why am I trying to do this? Why don't I just go back to what was already working? Why am I trying to break into this industry? Why not I just stay where I was at? Why am I trying to put this book out when I could just keep um, blogging? Why am I trying to build up my platform over here when I could just stick to the platform that I already have? Why not just stay where I'm at? It's very, gonna be very tempting for you to go back to the familiar and to the comfortable. And when you're feeling that pain, your human instinct is sometimes gonna tell you, hey, look, here's an easy way to alleviate the pain. Let's just get out of this game. Let's just stop doing this, and the pain is gonna stop. It's kind of like the the old anime. You, know, you go to the doctor and say, Doc, it hurts when I do this. And the doc says, Okay, well just and you're gonna feel like doing that. You're gonna feel like not doing that thing anymore. And your brain is gonna show you some very clear paths. Because your brain is the best personal assistant you'll ever hire. It's going to give you some very clear paths to getting away from the pain, going back to where it's comfortable, away from the game that you're trying to get in or that you're in now and back to the comfort zone of what you're used to. And again, I'm not here to, to give you a motivational message about what you should do in this situation, because you're going to have to decide. You're going to have to deal with this, and there's not going to be, now I know Breakfast of Champions goes all day, but sometimes you might not be able to hop on Clubhouse and get some inspiration from somebody. You might have to figure this one out on your own. Sometimes you're going to have to take that ride by yourself and you're going to have to decide what to do in this moment. I'm just letting you know that it's going to happen. And I'm not telling you to resist it. I'm not telling you to listen to it. I'm telling you there's a decision that you're going to have to make. And it gets to that point that you need to make a decision, that's going to determine where you end up. Are you going to stay in it? Are you going to deal with that third day so you can get to the fourth, fifth, and sixth days? Or are you going to turn around and go back to where you came from? This is a choice that you get to make. in every single day, honestly, if you really think about it, Every single day, each one of us gets to make this choice. Now, we all have periods where everything's working, right? We're in the flow. We're in momentum. Everything we do is working. We're King Midas. Everything we touch turns to gold or Queen Midas. Everything's working out. But we also had those periods where, okay, I, I launched that. Nobody really listened. I sent that email. Nobody really clicked on it. I made all these calls. Nobody's really answering. Nobody's calling me back. I put this content out. Nobody's really responding to it. This happens sometimes as well. what are you going to do in those moments you might not even think about it like this consciously every single time but you are making these small micro decisions every single day and the better you get at making the micro decisions the easier it will be to make the macro decisions about dealing with the pain from the game the better you get at dealing with the small pain the easier it will be to make decisions about the big pain if and when it comes and i'm telling you inevitably it's going to come so let me recap these points and then i have a couple questions that i'm going to put out there throw out there and see uh, who has some feedback on them the topic again was embracing the pain from the game number one you will feel lost there will be days and periods where you don't feel like doing the work and you feel like maybe not doing it at all not just today but forever your work's not working the public's not responding all this effort is for nothing your only job is to keep showing up and work anyway if you want to stay in that thing now if you don't want to you have that option as well and you could not show up but this is the choice you had to make number two Well-meaning people will advise you to give it up, not because they want you to be a quitter or they want you to stay small. It's because they only know what they know. They're gonna advise you based on what they know. I was trying to become a pro basketball player. My mom was telling me to be a substitute teacher. It's not because she hates basketball. It's because she only knew what she knew. So sometimes in life, you have to take the best, well-meaning advice of the people who love you the most and throw it in the garbage because that's pretty much what it's worth, when you know where you're going and where you actually wanna end up. And number three, It will appear easier to just go back to what's familiar and comfortable. You will have this choice. And when you're in pain, it's human instinct. Like the doctor said, if it hurts when you do that, don't do that. And it is human instinct for you to want to get away from it. And your brain is going to show you a clear path to doing so. And you're going to have to choose. Um, Am I going to resist that call to go back to where it's comfortable? Or am I going to stay here and deal with this pain? Because uh, Patricia mentioned that uh, she and I were at an event where we heard Tony Robbins speak. And one thing I heard Tony say, he said, tough times Make for strong people, strong people or strong people make people get a little bit lazy. And when people get lazy, times get worse. And when times get worse, people get tough all of a sudden. And when people get tough, we get better times. So it's goes around in a cycle. The more tough times you deal with, the better your situation is going to get. And the more you allow yourself to get lazy and weak, then the worse times are going to get. This is just the cycle that is going to go in if you allow that cycle to continue. But it's a choice, as I said, that you get to make. So with all this said, I had three sample questions I'm going to throw out here, but people, anyone in the audience can respond to anything based on what I just said. Three questions that I want to ask if anyone wants to to try to stimulate conversation here is number one, what pain from the game are you experiencing right now? Number two, who has ever offered you some good advice that was actually terrible advice that you were smart to not listen to? And number three, when have you ever thought of going back to the comfort and security of what was familiar because the pain from the game was a little bit too much in the moment? And I will mute myself till somebody speaks
3: up. I'm gonna speak first. (laughs) I was so, when you said that your mom said about playing pro ball, um, that immediately took me to the scenario. Um, I graduated college a little bit before you did. and uh i agree i graduated a creative writing degree so i mean i don't think it was a big secret what i thought i was going to do and the day after my graduation one of my parents who was well aware of what my major was said you'll never make a living as a writer and so i did not write for 10 years i actually went into software sales um, enterprise software sales for 10 years and what is interesting is once i started writing books i now have 14 books and another one coming out in a month and uh, My husband just quit his corporate job to come work for my business. So (laughs) Talk about advice that I should not have taken but also um, well-intentioned Opinions and comments are not always the ones that you should absorb. So I appreciate that because I think often we think um, if we get well-intentioned advice or the advice comes from somebody that we know is after our best interest, that that is advice that we should immediately take. So love the conversation. 100%
1: I appreciate that feedback, Patricia. And that's often happens with you no know, friends and family, because again, they know us, but they don't know the journey we're on. They don't know what our aims are and they don't know anything about those things often. So They offer us this advice, again, not because they're necessarily, you know, hating. It's just that they don't know what they don't know. So we had to be discerning enough, I think is kind of what you're saying, discerning enough to know what to listen to and what to throw away. And that's one of the biggest decisions that we had to make all the time in life. So I appreciate that feedback. So I'll throw those questions out there again, if anyone else wants to speak up. What pain are you experiencing from the game right now? Who's offered you some good advice that was actually terrible advice? And when have you thought of going back to the comfort and security of the previous spot from where you are right now?
2: Hey Dre, I think that um great segment by the way. I think that for me the first one, you know, we're in an interesting season right now and I kinda call it a sorting season, right? It's a sorting season and we've been working really hard. I've been working really 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 hard over the last four years to get my company into a great position and now we have some opportunities you know we have we have opportunities in different directions that we can go and what i've found interesting what i've been having to learn dre is like on some of these deals i'll get really really close like really close like i'll already think it's in the bag and then something will happen. Like right at the last second, something will happen to where it doesn't close or the door closes, something shifts, something changes. But each time that that's happened, it's really, it's really helping to, it's like, it's, 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 it's helping me to sort who's going on this journey with me. Cause like you talked about earlier, like I already know where we're going right like I know the end and some people might not be able to get it but I can see it I can feel it I can taste it and I don't necessarily know who all is going to be around me in the end and so I guess what I'm learning from this season as certain doors shut other doors open and then we have to kind of with trepidation decide which path we go Um, I think that what I am learning is that as we climb the mountain, we start to really find out who's for us and versus who's with us, right? There's 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 a lot of people that are with us, but who's actually for us? And I think that's the season in I'm in right now, is I'm learning there's a difference between people being with you and people being for you. Does that make sense?
1: And based on what you're talking about there, Glenn, it's kind of like just maintaining that vision for yourself because what I've heard and even you know, said to people myself is that as long as you can see that vision in your mind, as long as you can still see it in your eye, in your mind's eye, that means you should keep going. And it's kind of like a formula that I give people when it comes to, should you keep going or should you give it up? As long as you can see that vision still, as long as you're still, you still feel energy to keep showing up and doing the work. And as long as you feel like you have something to offer that gives you some form of competitive advantage, then you should keep going. So definitely. I appreciate that feedback. Glenn. Is someone yeah, else yeah, about yeah. to speak okay, up there? Too. There was someone who had their hand up. I'm not sure if he came on stage or did he leave up? I'll Trisha, drop you some real quick. Sure.
4: Glenn, I think it's so powerful that you would uh, mention something like that. I think a lot of people see the incredible sales inspiration that you are and uh, don't think and sit to consider. That's like, you know, dude, even Glenn loses deals. Sometimes even, even the top sales trainers, experts, you name them, lose the, the contract that you thought was like there you thought it was closing and, and it speaks to me too, cause this just happened with about, you know, two or three major deals I've been working on for months. And it's like, these things are going to go, these things are going to go and then boom, they bounce in the opposite direction. So one, I think that's powerful. And, and two, if anybody wants to share a little bit, like what, how do you address that? Do you, do you go back and realize, you know, maybe there's something that you could have done differently on that business or is it more so realizing hey it was actually never meant to happen and um, that's okay like I gotta focus on the next piece of business that's coming down the way. This is Connor Doobie done speaking. Hey Connor Hi, for... son, how
5: you doing I think Hold you on. did a perfect job man. Um, I'm from Jamaica i'm i'm over here in in america i've been here for over 20 years right now and i'm trying to um like get my wrap um up if you know what i mean but yeah um, man
2: i appreciate it It Mayrick, let me let me answer connor real quick because he had asked a question there let me answer him real quick and then we'll jump to you okay
0: all right all right i
2: think i appreciate you coming in from jamaica appreciate that um Uh, Connor, so for me, so like re- real, real recently, like I had a, uh, a decent, a decent sized deal, you know, it was, uh, you know, a 200 K annual recurring gross revenue deal and it was, and it was done, man. The, uh, client on the other side was super, super, super excited. Everything was in place. We, uh, we got it. We got, we, I mean, everything was done. We were all the way up to the onboarding process where we were going to start to meet some of the, some of his team and uh we had gone through the cfo we had gone through you know all the stuff the negotiations all of that it was done and then we got to that meeting where we were supposed to meet some of the uh the the, the team that we were going to be working with and dude he just ghosted like completely disappeared and i won't answer a phone call won't answer an email won't answer a text message had no social media presence so i couldn't follow him there I've um, just completely disappeared on me, you know. And uh is a that's a big deal, you know, two hundred K annual recurring. So what I do in those situations is and what i you know, what I've done in this one and what I've done in the past is it's really an analyzation. I kinda analyze the process leading up, right? I look at it and I go, Okay, where could I have not work where, where I could could I have gone wrong because I don't like seeing things as a negative right everything works out everything's for a reason there's a reason that this deal didn't go through and I've got to kind of analyze what that reason is and what do we learn from it there's 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 good days and there's character building days right And so for me I kind of look at the speed and the and the friction of the transaction that's what I look at. I was like where was there additional friction or a lack of speed that we can now adjust moving forward so that we can take the client quicker and smoother from the yes to the 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 completion of the transaction does that make sense and so anytime i run into that where i'm that close but we don't cross the finish line That's the first thing I analyze is what friction points could I have caused that we can now remedy in the future so that this doesn't happen again. And we can move the client from cost or from potential customer to actual customer faster. And so that's what we've been doing. And we've been reworking our whole system over here over the last month um, to make sure that in the future, uh, it's a smoother transition for the client themselves. I hope that helps. And
4: and you can't leave us hanging like that. Did you get a hold of the guy eventually?
2: I still have not. I still have not, Connor. I Do you want not. me to call him? <laughs>
4: I will call his ass for you.
2: I appreciate. It'd be like uh, you're
4: gonna ghost my boy Glenn like that.
2: <laughs> I appreciate that, um, and we are still following up. We have not got a hold of him yet, but we are following up, but I'm probably going to hop on a plane and, uh, uh, I'm probably going to show up on his doorstep because at some point he lost the trust that we were going to do everything in our power to make sure he wins. Right. At some point he lost that something spooked him. And so I'm thinking uh, it might be time for me to go give him a little visit and show him, that we're willing to do whatever it takes to earn his business and make sure he wins. So I do appreciate that though, Connor, I really, really do.
4: <laughs> that's awesome. And I think that's so tough too, that people, um, n- need to realize is sometimes in those scenarios when they don't work out, it, it's almost a savior too, because as, when you're in sales, you are always, it. you gotta be overly optimistic to be, especially in B2B sales, right? You know, it sounds like a B2B sales scenario and it is, painstaking to get companies over to the finish line sometimes, but when they, the quirky stuff starts happening and sometimes you do get them over the finish line, they end up being a pain in the ass client at the end of the day. And so sometimes it's a godsend when that stuff happens, right?
1: Agreed man. 1000%. I appreciate you and Connor for the feedback as well and for 200k recurring, I hop on a plane too, but So I feel you. So, uh, Mayrick <laughs> uh, down there, welcome to Clubhouse. This is your first week. You had a question. Uh, we're going to take like one minute, see if I can get through. I think King also had a question. So if I can take one minute and address both of you, then I'll pass it back to the moderators and move on to the next session. Go ahead, Mayrick.
5: Thank you very much, Dre. Because um, I was listening to what you're saying just now, and I, I really appreciate what you were saying. My question is like this. How do you get through those rough times where you know that, okay, then everybody else is telling you the same thing, but in your mind high, you can see that, okay, then it's different. But at the same time, you trust those people so much, you, you still have to value what they say.
1: Great question. Well, it's just like I told you when I was talking, I trust my mom. Uh, she raised me clothed me, fed me food, clothing, shelter, all of that, but she doesn't know a damn thing about a, a professional athlete career. So when she was giving me some advice on something I knew she didn't know, and I knew better, I had to throw her advice in the garbage. And then when I made it work out, then she looked at it and said, hey, congratulations. So sometimes in life, uh, you don't know whose advice to listen to until so you get to the end of the story. Then you look back in posterity, and posterity tells you who was right and who was wrong. So sometimes in life, you're going to have to make a decision. I mean that's what life is, life is a accumulation of the decisions that we make and sometimes you make the right one, sometimes you make the wrong one but when you make the wrong one as Glenn alluded to that builds you and when you make the right one that builds your bank account your brand and your business so it's just a matter of framing how you're looking at the situation does that answer your question?
5: Yes, thank you.
1: And, Merrick, if you hit me in the DM, I can get you a link to my book, The Third Day, which is actually all about making those decisions and those those tough times in life. I'll give you the book free. it just cover the shipping for me. Uh, King, did you have a question? If we could address it in one minute before we pass on to the next session. Oh uh, No, I, I just got into the room, bro. I was just coming over and chilling the vibe, and you guys were talking about King, Hello, what up? What's up, Mr. Lundy? Can't wait to work with you bro Gonna we'll share a stage together and i'm gonna set it on fire so i'll just i can't wait for the future man.
2: yes sir i'm with you on that man i am absolutely with you on that it's great to see you
1: always great well, to appreciate be you i appreciate you king all right patricia i'll pass it back to you and we are right on time
6: Oh, gee. Uh, thank you. Well, what, when you guys were talking, Patricia and and your story is so resonates with me. And I just want to share, like, uh, yes, uh, another success story. Uh, well, hopefully, because I'm seeing from the end. But, you know, I've been a hairdresser for 30 years and that's my lane. But God gave me this chore of a miss you, Graham. Right. And after uh, after, you know, four years, my family is like, dude, just sell it stop already you know you i besides like you know investing my whole entire life savings into it and if you go to the app store 25 rollouts uh you know it's it's time to like throw the towel in right get it right well guess what no 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 and because of my mission knowing i have a purpose uh in life uh because it's not mine anymore it's a public service and uh with That being said, God presented for me opportunities that um, became like a side hustle to make uh, revenue uh, that supports um, my company. And again, I have a long way to go. And I'm not saying, you know, it's uh, necessarily like I made it uh, uh, success wise. But let me tell you something. I am not stopping just because my loved ones, my loved ones, my mom, my dad, my sister, the only one that supports me uh, 100 percent. I'm not talking about friends. I'm talking about family is my husband which is important and my children and guess what and my granddaughter and that's enough for me and my sister who I love so much and I look up to her and my parents which I love so much and I honor Uh, I just can't believe it it still hurts my heart but people just do what God knows uh, is your purpose and I love you guys I get excited and I'm done
1: tell us how you really feel but i appreciate you patricia you know i pass it back to the other to close.
3: yeah i mean patricia the one thing i can say to you with absolute certainty is you are modeling resilience grit perseverance empowerment and impact to your children and that's really the most important gift that you can give them so i encourage you to keep pushing forward with it